Good to have you, the Bill Michaels Show. Again, today we are in Wausau. We are in the cruiser. If you were watching on, uh, what is it, Instagram and uh, Facebook Live a little while ago, I uh, kind of did a little little walkthrough here and a preview today's show. We're loaded today. We're loaded today. Uh, good to have you on board. Uh, 877-867-1670. I'm excited. I woke up excited today, albeit uh, not thrilled because uh, Travis Kelsey is considered questionable for tonight's game. And we all know that right now it's all about my fantasy team. <laughs> so uh, we've got NFL football tonight. I'm going to be getting out of here uh, from Wausau today. We had a great time here last night. Had a lot of fun. Uh, did not play golf. I didn't. Everybody else did. And uh, they got it in just in time before the uh, the rain and the storms came. And uh, we had a lot of fun last night for our last cigar dinner here in, uh, in Wausau of the season. And we had a good time. Everybody had a lot of fun. And uh, then they went to Parts Unknown. And then I came back, stayed in the RV last night. I, I have to admit, uh, Grant Bills, have you ever, uh, you know, done the RV thing by any chance? By done the RV thing, what do you mean? Have I ever owned an well, RV? Just, you, you, have you ever just stayed in one or, you know, well, you uh, gave me a, to that extent? You gave me a nice tour of the big unit cruiser. I was a big fan of that. But, no, yeah. we always camped. We, we go camping as a family, but we were a tent family. Okay. Okay. Um, I, last night, and I'm going to say this, and it's going to get back to Kristen, and she's going to get pissed, but I really don't care. So, last night, Kristen was, when when you get an RV, there's there's one mattress you get, usually a queen mattress, and it's a little bit smaller than your normal queen. And nine times out of ten, they're hard as hell. They're really hard mattresses. So, Kristen suggested we get a three-inch, one of those, what they call the egg crate memory foams. It's It looks like you could put eggs in it you know, all over, and it's got memory foam, and then you put that on top, and then you put the mattress, uh, you know, the, the mattress pad cover around that, and then you put your sheet on it. And now we, we had that for Sturgis, but it's Kristen and I laying in a, a queen bed, and I, I'm used to sleeping in a king bed. So last night, I was exhausted. It was just, it's been a long week, right? And then last night, we had a great time, and uh, some guys up here, Dwayne and a couple of friends, they, they're like, let's go out, let's go out. And I said, you know what? I, I, I begged off, and I don't normally do that. But last night I just said, you know, I just I, I really want to just go rest. So um, I kicked the TV on because this thing has TV in it, and it's got self-scanning so you can do digital local or you can just turn on, like, my pad and I can watch all my stuff that's connected to my Spectrum at home. So last night I, uh, I decided to turn on Hulu, and I was watching a few things, and I laid down. I laid down, I laid, I kid you not, I laid down about 8 o'clock. I woke up this morning at 8 o'clock. I was out. I mean, and it was, without Kristen there, I laid diagonally, spread out like nobody's business. Uh, the middle of the night, I got up, just to woke up enough because it was a little warm in here, so I cracked the window because I think it's like, you know, 51 degrees here. Uh, I cracked the window, let a little cool air in, pulled the covers up, head back on the pillow, and I was gone. So I woke up today energized, ready to go. Football season's here. Uh, I did not, I was so out last night that I didn't hear the bing, bing, bing of all the emails that Mike Clemens sent. Because Mike Clemens is like this work fiend. Mike, football season, I don't even think Mike sleeps. He's like a, he's like a vampire. Uh, he's up all night. And he, am I kidding, Grant? Because we get emails because he includes you. Yeah, am I lying? It's funny you bring this up because I was at a concert last night at the Sylvie. In Madison, and my phone kept buzzing, and I kept looking down. Oh, there's Mike. 
There we, we got Mike. Sean, we got Sean Clifford audio in the in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. right. So it's like two in the morning. All of a sudden you'll get Bing from Mike, and then you know three in the morning he'll finish another interview. Bing, it'll come from Mike, and Michael text me something. He'll say, "Hey, this is some information you need to know." Bing, that'll come across, and he'll wake up and write it down, and then Bing, it'll come through like five in the morning. It's just Mike never sleeps. So. Uh, and, and right, Rick says Mike even posts on Facebook at like 2 in the morning. Uh, absolutely. So anyway, long story short, so I, I didn't even hear that. And I got up. To, I had nowhere to go. It's not like I had to get up and run anywhere. Uh, I'm just uh, doing a few things here today at Dwayne's Cover It All, which is a, a great sponsor here in Wausau. And here's the other thing, because I get this all the time. Can sponsors from other markets uh, get a hold of us? and do some of the things that Dwayne does and some of these other sponsors do in conjunction with our motorcycle ride. Absolutely. So if you're a small business and you can't afford big advertising, let us know. We'd be happy to take it on. However, so Dwayne is going to do a couple things in the RV for me, um, just a, a couple of things that we do some nicks and scratches and stuff throughout the year, so I always get it taken care of before I send it back. Plus, he's got my boat cover, so he's fixing a snap on my boat cover. So, And then I'm taking off today. So I woke up this morning. I had nowhere to go. I, I'm like, I don't have to go anywhere. It's not like you can run up the street in this thing. You know, it's, you can't just put it all back together and then just take off and then come back and undo it. So I had nowhere to go. So I got up, and I just took a shower. I sat in front of the equipment, did a little work. I turned on the TV, which right now I'm, I'm gonna about ready to slit my wrist because I did not change the channel on the TV and the remote controls over there. And uh, the view is on. Uh, I'd, I'd rather slam my appendage in a car door 27 times than watch the view. So i got to get up and do that during the next commercial break. But I, it was just one of those mornings where, oh, my God, this is what it's like to relax. I haven't done it in such a long time. I don't know what to do. So I'm energized. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm fired up today. I'm thinking to myself, you know, uh, those blankety-blank, blankety-blank, blank, 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 blank brewers. Uh, I told you, I told you, I told you, I said, man, when they didn't close out that Cub Series, I had a bad feeling. And everybody said, ah, ah. Now, I still think they can win. Don't get me wrong. They've got the ability to do it. But to me, doesn't it seem like they're choking away the division? Grant, does it feel like the Brewers are choking away the division? To me, it does. Well, it doesn't feel like they're running away with it. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm still holding out hope that dynamite dropping. Yeah, yeah, that's what I bring to the Bill Michaels show. By the way, every day from ten to two, you can't get that anywhere else. I don't know. I still have hope that a week from now, the Brewers have kind of gotten it back on the tracks. Maybe the Cubs have cooled off a little bit, but the Cubs have been hot now for the better part of the last two months. It's not like it's been mm-hmm. this week and a half long streak for the Cubs. So I don't know that we can count on the Cubs cooling off. It's up to the Brewers to actually win enough games. Yeah. Um, the Cubs are hitting the hell out of the baseball. And just when you think the Cubs are about ready to be put away, all of a sudden they turn on the bats and they just they power the ball out of the ballpark. And they've been doing it consistently now for about a month and a half. And it's put them squarely in position to, to catch the Brewers. And now they're only a game and a half back. So that angered me last night. But uh, on the bright side, I do see a bright side. I see football starting tonight. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see the Lions and the Chiefs. Uh, we've got a good matchup tonight. Uh, a lot of people are taking the, the Lions to win this game with the Chiefs without Chris Jones and possibly without Travis Kelsey. Uh, today we've got predictions that are sure to go wrong. We've got Eric Eager coming up at the bottom of the hour from Pro Football Focus. We're going to talk with him. I'm looking forward to that. we got all kinds of good stuff, all kinds of good stuff. So, man, we uh, 
we uh, we are having a, an awesome day today. We're off to a fast start, so I'm 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 enjoying all of this. I really am. Uh, we're going to have uh, Paul Charchi in today. So if you've got fantasy questions, I would suggest start getting them in now. Uh, get a hold of us as uh, we will ask the questions to one Paul Charchian about his thoughts on uh, as we get ready to start the fantasy season. Now, my argument, or not my argument, but my 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 more so my maybe my concern might be is uh, I have got um, the guillotine league. Now, for those that don't know what a guillotine league is, the guillotine league is that you get one game, and if you lose and you're the lowest scoring team in that week, you're out. You're done. And my my roster, my guys are Travis Kelsey. Now, that's one of my biggest biggest scorers, so to speak. And so I'm, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, not feeling real good about where I'm at right now. I got Rodgers as my quarterback. I've got uh, John Mechie from Houston in the flex position, and he's questionable. I got Travis Kelsey in my, as my tight end. He's questionable. So I'm, I'm like, man, I'm not, uh, not feeling great right now about all of this. So, yeah, it's uh, – and I don't even have really another tight end on the roster right now. I've got uh, Jeff Wilson out of Miami as a running back. He's on the IR. Jamison Williams from Detroit, he's suspended for a while. Uh, Devontae Parker, the wide receiver from New England, he's questionable. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, he is uh, he, he practiced Wednesday, so uh, maybe he might be able to go. We'll see. Um, but nevertheless, we'll uh, we'll wait and see what the the report is on him. Uh, so yeah, I got I, I might be hurting coming right out of the shoot. I might be hurting because Travis Kelsey's my big scorer, my big tight end, and uh, I'm yeah, it's uh, not good. So anyway. Uh, so we got uh, Paul Charging coming up in a little bit, but we're going to talk a lot of, uh, today about predictions, about what our thoughts are on uh, the league, uh, both AFC, NFC, who's going to win each division, all that kind of good stuff. We'll break all that stuff coming down uh, and coming up here and uh, during the program today. So what? anything else to add to the Open here today, Grant? Anything I missed? I'm, like, all over the place today. Did you ever wake up with one of those days where you've got so much, this flood of, I don't know what it is, dopamine or something, and all of a sudden you're just all over the joint? Because I've got a million different thoughts that go in a million different directions, and I'm like a squirrel right now hooked up in the middle of the street. Yes. I woke up at 6 this morning because my brain was going so quickly and i was up late i didn't get home until after midnight last night because i was at a concert and i mike clemens hitting my line all night long keeping me from falling asleep didn't mm-hmm. matter i right. woke up at six o'clock i i wanted to get a jump start on some of the things for the show hitting up eric eager who's going to join us next and charge and making sure my fantasy lineups are all set up because i just selfishly use our interview with paul charchi and to right. you know, set my team because i'm resourceful like exactly. that but yeah and then there's a football game on tonight bill hell yes yep Yep, we've got a we got a lot going on. Uh, I no doubt about it. So we've got uh, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus is going to join us coming up. On next. Oh, by the way, here's one other thing I meant to meant to remind myself, uh, and I did it during the the little live that I did here inside the RV a little while ago. Uh, we are going to be at the Shy Bar in the Sher- Sheridan Grand Hotel coming up on uh, on Sunday after the game. Yes, we're going to be there after the game because I know normally you check out and all that kind of stuff, but people are still allowed to come back, hang out with us. Uh, and enjoy the postgame show. We're looking forward to it. Uh, postgame show, correct me if I'm wrong, starts at 6 o'clock on the network post- on, uh, on Sunday. Postgame show should be, yeah, 3 o'clock game, so 6 p.m. post. Yep, you got it. Three, Yeah, 325 games, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock coming up on Sunday. 
and we're going to give you all the reaction and such from inside the locker room. We're going to give you the opinions. We're going to take your calls. Uh, the live stream is going to be full. So if you're talking about football, if you're talking about the Green Bay Packers, if you're talking about the Chicago Bears, this is the place to be. So we're going to be doing it after the game. And uh, the other thing that I want to know and uh, get a hold of us, uh, you can email me. You can uh, hit us up on the live stream. You can find us over on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, whatever it is happens to be. We want to know how you consume the show the best. Whether it's over the air, over an app, we want to know because we want to figure out ways to reach out to you as well. So we want to start doing a few things schedule-wise to kind of put it out there to let you know what we're doing, where we're going to be, and all that kind of stuff. So that Because last night I was surprised. We, a while back, uh, we have an uh, affiliate in Marshfield, but we don't have one in Wausau. The, uh, the station that we were on got sold, so we are not on in, Wa- uh, in, Mar- in uh, Wausau. But the turnout last night was amazing. And it's a lot of people that want to know when we're going to be back on the air in Wausau, but they all consume us different ways. They consume us on the app. They consume us on YouTube. They consume us um, on Facebook, uh, the the link that we send out via Twitter, all of that. So everybody, I, I was kind of curious to know how people consume us, and that's the other aspect of the question of the day, so to speak. So keep letting us know. In that's in that sense, uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our great friends at Point Brewing, uh, Joe Martino and the gang, right down there in Stevens Point, a stone's throw down the highway from where we're at right now. Thanks to our friends at Stevens Point, whether it's the Lager, whether it's the Blondes, whether it's the Pale Ale, whether it's Cider Boys, First Press, I love. I know they got a bunch of different combinations, but uh, you stick with First Press. That's that's the apple cider. That's the stuff. That's the best. Love that. Either way, you can't go wrong. That's our friends at Point Brewing. Brewing excellence since 1857. we got Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, going to join us. Coming up next on the Bill Michael. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Continuing on, and it's a, it's a grillable kind of night. If you're going to do some home tailgating, that's our friends at Robert Special Needs in Waukesha. Sunset Drive in Waukesha, to be exact. And if you're looking for some good food tonight, comfort food tonight as you kick off the NFL season, that's the way to go. That's our friends at Robert Specialty Meats in Waukesha. And uh, joining us now, good to have him back. we got our buddy Eric Eager from Sumer Sports uh, joining us uh, on the hotline. Eric, how you doing? I'm doing well, Bill. How about you? Doing great. Uh, excited. Uh, woke up today with the anticipation of the NFL season. Not that I'm looking forward to fall or winter because I don't want to shovel anything, but I am excited about football being back. Uh, so let's start off first and foremost with the game coming up tonight because, uh, to me, uh, there's two there's two big storylines. One is obviously no Chris Jones, no uh, Travis Kelsey, or at least Travis Kelsey's questionable for tonight, and whether or not uh, you know Patrick Mahomes alone can overcome all of that. The other side of this is the Detroit Lions, so impressive, seven out of eight last year at the end of the season, knocking off the Green Bay Packers, building momentum going into this season, and everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but many people are picking them to win the division. And I keep saying to myself, I think they're probably overall talented-wise a deeper team or more consistent team. But I keep thinking to myself, 
They're the Lions. Will the real Detroit Lions please stand up? And are they the Lions that are ready? They walked last year. Can they run this year? Or is this the Lions team that's going to walk last year and then they take a step backwards just because they're the Lions? You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I mean, I remember, you know, thinking back to, like, the Raheem Morris Bucks, you know, when they went 10-6 and six and then the next year kind of regressed. Or the, the, the Scott Pioli Chiefs with uh, Todd Haley, you know, making the playoffs. And then, you know, everybody's fired a couple of years later. Like, when I'm looking at Detroit, like, they tore it down um, as, as Chicago did. They've taken different approaches than Green Bay and Minnesota in that division. And, you know, they built it back up, you know, relatively quickly. But regression is always a tough thing to overcome in the NFL. And when when I'm thinking about this team, like the one thing I don't want, I think that they're on the right track. But the one thing that I don't want uh, is for, you know, like them to win seven or eight games this year and for everybody to be surprised. I mean, I think there is a really there is a really interesting, um, you know, regression always for these pop up teams. And what I don't want is for them to, you know, like you know, Green Bay has a pretty good chance to win the division. What I don't want is for them to regress based upon natural causes and for everybody to get fired as a result. So coming up tonight, you've got Detroit and Jared Goff, who played extremely well last year. Patrick Mahomes, who we all know is just a magician and a Hall of Famer in the making. So with Jared Goff and the numbers he put up last year, if he does it again, do we start to look at Jared Goff as a different level of quarterback? No, I, th- I think you look at Ben Johnson, right? He he returns from he returns from being a um, you know offensive coordinator who was fantastic last year, uh, and and really when you look at Goff's splits in Detroit, like he didn't really turn it on uh, as as a quarterback there until uh, Ben Johnson took over the play calling you know from uh, Anthony Lynn the previous year, so. I think it's a lot of Ben Johnson. I still think Goff is somebody who's limited to, you know, being a very good player when, you know, the chips are down, you know, and you have a great coach with him. I think if you if you take away the offensive mind that is Johnson, I think it's a little bit worrying. But uh, I think with respect to tonight, there's probably going to be no pass rush on the part of the Chiefs. Uh, you know, he's very good when clean. He has one of the best, you know, sort of clean pocket profiles of any quarterback in, in football. I think he's going to have quite a good night tonight just because, uh, you know, the middle of the field is going to be open and, and you know, the Kansas City Chiefs aren't going to be able to pressure him without Chris Jones. Uh, I want to talk about the division in which the Packers play, and that is with the Lions obviously getting a lot of nod. I still think the best offense in the division probably goes to the Minnesota Vikings with Justin Jefferson uh, and what they've been able to do with Kirk Cousins over the last couple of years. Although Kirk Cousins doesn't win in the postseason, he certainly can win in the regular season. They lose Dalvin Cook, uh, but they picked up Hawkinson last year. They didn't utilize him, I thought, enough, but it seems like they're going to use him more this season. Uh, I do like what uh, Justin Fields brings to the table, but can he stay in the pocket and can he pass? And then there's the unknown of being able to win, and that is uh, that that is Jordan Love. So give me the breakdown of quarterbacks in the uh, in the division. Yeah, I think I think you're you're on there. Except for I would say you know the Vikings maybe have the highest ceiling on offense. I think if if Cousins and Addison and Hawkinson all can complement Justin Jefferson. Uh, you know, the offensive line was a lot improved last year. I also think that Kevin O'Connell did a really good job of playing to the strengths of the players, whereas his predecessor oftentimes would, you know, that was not necessarily something they would do on the offensive side of the ball, rather the defensive side of the ball. So uh, I, I think that they have the highest ceiling. I think Detroit has the highest average outcome on offense in the division. But, um, you know, 
I, I think the Vikings will be contending with. I do think, though, the Packers' offense is going to be better than what people expect. Uh, I think Jordan Love, if he colors between the lines, uh, will be the, the production will be a lot better than Aaron Rodgers trying to be an artist last year. Uh, so that that's like, you know, Packers, I think the market's underrating their offense quite a bit, especially if you look at the week one total where it's kind of in the low 40s against Chicago. And, and then when I, I look at the Bears, like their offense is going to have to score because their defense, only 20 sacks last year. They really didn't add, uh, you know, a hugely impactful piece. I know you think Dockway there is going to be a little bit underwhelming. So I think all four offenses have a chance to be really have a chance to be pretty good. Um, but I, I think the highest ceiling goes to Minnesota, and I think the highest average goes to uh, the Detroit Lions, just given their offensive line and, and all the things that they have that can make Jared Goff better than uh, better than advertised. Talking with Eric Eamer, Eager from Sumer Sports, uh, more pressure on them to win this opener: Chicago or Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Oh, I think it's I think it's Chicago. I mean, I don't know how much you're out there on the Twitter streets, Phil, but like the the Bears fans have talked. It feels like 2019, and the difference between 2019 and 20, 2023 is in 2018 the Bears won 12 games, <laughs> and so there was reason for optimism in my end. There's a lot of optimism on the front of the Bears, and as much as I I think you know Ryan Poles has done a terrific job, um, it's a lot harder. I, I think the buildup is a lot trickier than the teardown, and so. Um, you know, it, it remains to be seen. But I think the Bears have far more pressure. They're at home. Uh, Field has already kind of established who he's been, and he has to make traumatic changes to be an, a, an above-average quarterback in the league, whereas Jordan Love, the, the canvas, I think, is, is rather blank. And, you know, he just gets to sort of, you know, start anew here, which I think is going to be liberating for him. Uh, I want to get into the rest of the NFL because uh, I, I know we have a little bit of limited time, but – uh, when you get into the, the the upcoming games, I mean, I know that there's a big one between Cleveland and Cincinnati because of the quarterback play, Joe Burrow coming back. Obviously got Baltimore and Houston, but Lamar Jackson now has the weapons picking up OBJ. over. And I think one of those two teams, either the Baltimore Ravens or the Cincinnati Bengals, are going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this year. I just don't know which one. Uh, and as much as I like Josh Allen, and I still think that they can win that division, it's going to be a battle over there in, in, the, uh, in the AFC East. And I'm, I'm looking at the AFC East, and I think Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are the best team, but certainly the Jets have done many things. They become the darlings to upgrade. But you can't count out Tua if he has a complete season where he doesn't get hurt. The numbers he put up last year were amazing. So there's so many different dynamics and storylines. What's intriguing to you going into this season? I think you brought up Buffalo and the Jets. I think that's a really cool one, right? You, you look back to 2020, the Saints were kind of that team that was winning 12, 13 games every year but not getting over the hump. The Bucks kind of were that team, kind of like the Jets, middling around at seven or eight wins. Um, but they get, you know, they, they got Brady, you know, who was kind of coming off of a down year. And they were, uh, you know, and, and, and you know, they, they built around him. Um, but, you know, the, the Saints were still the class of that division. They won the first four of the first five matchups between those two teams after Brady got there. But, you know, Brady won the important game. And so we all know, you, you know, your, your uh, audience knows this. Rogers' Super Bowl run came from a – came from a low seed, uh, and I think that that, you know, is going to possibly be their path. I think the Bills win this division. I think they win it comfortably. Uh, I, they have a lot of characteristics of, like, the 06 Colts where everybody's, like, giving up on them, even though, you know, they really haven't done anything other than lose playoff games, which is pretty noisy as fans know. So I, I think it's the, the Bills and the Jets. I, I think the Bills, you know, they're my pick for the Super Bowl. Um, but I can totally see Aaron Rodgers from the five or six seed coming through and kind of stealing everybody's thunder in the AFC, and I think that that's what the, the challenge he wanted. 
Uh, go over to the NFC. Uh, obviously, Dallas Cow- the Dallas Cowboys get a ton of press. Dak Prescott, bad season last year, says he's not going to throw the interceptions. And now that he, does he play too cautious? Philadelphia, the defending NFC champions. Uh, you got San Francisco. Bose is back. We all know that. But still, the question mark becomes Brock Purdy. Geno Smith, certainly solid for Seattle. Where do you see the NFC going? Uh, well, I think the team we're watching tonight, you know, is going to have a clearer path to you know, a bye, for example, then the, the Eagles who have to contend with the Cowboys and the 49ers who, in my opinion, have to contend with Seattle. Um, I think the top three teams in the NFC are the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the San Francisco 49ers. But I think given, you know, schedule and, uh, you know, you know, play calling and, and support for their quarterback, I think Seattle and Detroit are two teams that could very much uh, challenge for a top seed, even though right now I wouldn't put them in that top class. I mean, the Cowboys, you know, without Kellen Moore is a good question. They bring in Brandon Cook. Uh, I think most Cowboys fans believe that will offset that loss. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, the NFC is not particularly deep, but those top three teams and the two teams after them, Seattle and, and Detroit, I, I think are all going to be contenders this year. Eric, always great stuff. Look forward to talking to you all throughout the season, man. Appreciate it so much. And if they want to find you, where do they find you now? Yeah, SumerSports.com. We actually have some updates to our website here. And then the Sumer Sports Show with myself and uh, Falcons GM, former Falcons GM Thomas Dimitrov is uh, on YouTube and, and Spotify and all those great things. Sumer Sports, S-U-M-E-R, right? That's right, yep. S-U-M-E-R, there you go. Good stuff. Eric, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Hey, thanks for having me on. Take care. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. The VP of Sumer Sports, S-U-M-E-R Sports, at Sumer Sports, Eric Eager. And uh, good stuff from him. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, coming, yes, uh, Bill says, are you going to pick your Super Bowl picks and winner and such? San Francisco, Kansas City, Kansas City wins unless Casey proves they are the force in the league. It's hard to go against them. Uh, that's from Bill. Bill, we're going to give you our picks coming up here in a little bit. Coming up next, he speaks for the first time since word broke that he was on the trade block. You're going to hear from A.J. Dillon. That is coming up next on the Bill Michael Show, so stay tuned for that. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends over there at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. And at Boondocks, they're on County Road K and Economwalk. They have the new store that's opening up this weekend. We're going to be doing a show out there coming up soon as well, so look for that. Uh, But Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews, also a huge thank you to Tom and the gang because they did a bang-up job at the motorcycle ride on Sunday serving up the barbecue and... And they were just there in support of us. And we, that that kind of support does not go unnoticed. It is always about friends helping friends. And Tom's been great to us ever since we kind of partnered up. He's He's been wonderful. So thanks to everybody over at Boondocks Barbecue, Burgers and Brews on County Road K in Oconomowoc. Please support those businesses who support our veterans. Thanks to them. More of the Bill Michael Show. A.J. Dillon speaks next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. say thanks to our friends as we sit here in this incredible vehicle from our friends at Cunis, Cunis RV, Cunis Automotive, Trucks, you name it, Shop Cunis, S-H-O-P, Shop Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, ShopCunis.com. Also, uh, they're huge supporters of Camp Timberley. 
which is a uh, camp for kids. It uh, is open year-round, and it was about to close, and Greg Cunis bought it and kept it open. And uh, obviously they're looking for uh, additional support, but uh, it's, a, it's a massive, massive acreage with horses and cattle, and, and it's a, kind of a working ranch and uh, just a lot of activities and nature stuff and climbing walls and zip lining. And, but they do it for all kinds of different kids, uh, kids from a burn camp, kids that are in need, kids that are social, uh, that, that uh, have some social issues. So, uh, so many good different things they do for kids in Camp Timberley. So uh, keep supporting them as well. But uh, thanks to our friends at Cunis Automotive. Uh, 877-867-1670, that's the phone number if you want to get a hold of us. However, uh, you've got, um, you've got uh, A.J. Dillon. Um, you know what? Uh, let's do the whole thing. Let's do the whole thing. Um, uh, uh, Grant, I know that uh, we were going to do some cuts uh, of this, but let's, let's do the whole thing. Because it's the first time, I want to get the full sound of all of this. It's the first time that Aaron, Aaron, Aaron excuse me, A.J. Dillon has spoken to the media since word broke that he was on the trade block regarding Jonathan Taylor and the possible deal that might have gotten done. Uh, it was uh, it reported A.J. Dillon in a third-round draft choice for uh, for Jonathan Taylor coming out of the uh, the Colts organization. So this is AJ Dillon just a little while ago meeting with the media Take Just give me one second I'm getting it up for you. Oh, okay. I was there looking at Jordan Love stuff and I can get you AJ Dillon here to 19. Yeah, oh, the, he sent the, it 19 minutes ago. This is this is yeah. brand new. No wonder I didn't have it. This, okay. Yeah. There you go. go. It's brand new. Brand new AJ Dillon stuff. So we want to well, because it's AJ Dillon um, as we all know, uh, did not have a great season last year. And um, he, his name came up in regards to Jonathan Taylor, the possibility of trading A.J. Dillon in a third-round draft choice, for, which is a, they have a power run game down there in Indianapolis. That's the way they like to do things. And could the Packers have acquired Jonathan Taylor? Can you imagine the backfield that it could have been? Uh, but A.J. Dillon not having great statistics last year, also wanting to come back and perform much better this year. Uh, remember there was the story about his wife looking at him running, saying, hey, you got to run the way you did in college with kind of that reckless abandon. And so all of that. And now, you know, word breaks last week that he was on the, you know, the chopping block or the trade block. So this is the first time he spoke to the media since then. This is A.J. Dillon speaking to the media. Take a listen. Uh, man, I mean, you know, that's the, the nature of the business, isn't it? Like, uh, I'm not naive to, to think that, you know, when draft time comes around, if there was, and I, if I, the shoe was flipped on the other foot or whatever, however that saying goes, you, you're trying to make your team as good as you can. So um, I don't know what the necessarily truth to that is or who was whatever, but all that outside stuff that doesn't bother me. I'm here right now. I'm suiting up. I'm wearing 28 for the Green Bay Packers. So, uh, you know, I'm fired up to get get it going week one. Were you aware of any of this before the, the report dropped the day after cut day? Were you at all at any point aware? Nah, man. I mean, the only the only contract stuff I'm worried about is me at the end of this year and, you know, hopefully seeing where, what happens and putting myself in the best position for myself and my family for a second contract. You know, I've been here long enough to know that you guys don't think like anybody else thinks but if i were to hear that i'd be going to goody and saying what the hell that's what I, that, that would be me you know I'm, yeah. I'm a really good player you're counting on me I'm a pillar of the community. <laughs> fine i was mediocre but nonetheless i would say what the hell i guess how did you handle it I, when i saw that i just kind of laughed and you know it's the next day uh next day you know it's uh it's really out of my control uh it's and i've been 
I guess, around long enough to see. Like, it doesn't matter whether you're a starter, not a starter, practice squad guys. I've seen guys very talented go to other teams from here, perform, whatever. Um, and it's just about, you know, coming to practice, doing what you can control, uh, trying to be a positive guy, trying to be a leader, uh, trying to correct myself when I make mistakes out there. Those are things I can control. Coming and you know being positive, a positive figure outside in the community. Things I can control. Whether I'm here next year at the end of the year, whether I'm here after the cut or whatever that trade, whatever that's out of my control. I just got to go out there and put my best foot forward every day. And so I don't think much about that. I'm not going to go upstairs and start knocking on doors, uh, rumors, or anything like that. Um, it's just about, you know, when it's time for my name to actually be brought up and we got real second contract talks coming up, then I'll, then I'll have those talks. But it has nothing to do with, with me. I'm, I'm focused on game one, rocking with my guy 33 over there. Best backfield in America, man. And uh, we're going to go out there and prove it and just keep balling and keep pushing. You, you guys ever talk about that when the report came out? I know you guys are very close. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, it's human nature to, you know, see something, talk about it. Obviously, uh, you know, a lot of people is very – a lot of people were talking about it. So it's human nature to just look at it. But, you know, we both believe in each other. So, uh, you know, when what we bring to, to the table. And so that's really what we're focused on. And, you know, once again, it sounds cliche. And, you know, I think – but honestly, that's how we both think. And I, I don't think either one of us get caught up in who, who's going where. We're here right now. We know we can bring to the table. And uh, we're both trying to help out this team. Um, as much as possible, and uh, we both, I think it's very apparent, we both love being Green Bay Packers, uh, we'll try to represent ourselves, our families, and this team well, so while we're here, or as long as we're ever here, um, we're going to continue to do that, I wouldn't, we don't focus on anything outside of that. Devontae said a couple of years ago, he, he didn't want to do any contract stuff during the season, mm-hmm. are, are you the same way, or are, are you just trying to focus on football throughout the season and handle that after? Yeah, I'm just focusing on, you know, putting myself in the best position to even have those talks. Uh, you know, and whenever that comes up, then I'll deal with that then. But right now, I'm just, you know, focused on this week. You've played in a lot of these rivalry games. Mm-hmm. Jordan has. Mm-hmm. Is there one or two things he needs to know going in about how it's different than a regular game? Uh, no, I mean, he, he has been, you know, there on those sidelines and been in that atmosphere. You know, obviously, I guess he hadn't, you know, played in them. But, you know, he, I think he's well-equipped and, you know, is, knows exactly what, he, what he's getting into. Played a lot of football in his life. Um, he's got all, 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 all of our full support. And uh, so, no, I think he's good. And, you know, we're all going to be out there to back him. And, you know, if he needs a breather or anything like that, I'll be right there with him. Or 33 will be right there with him to be like, hey, you got this and let's go. In what way does the game feel different than if you were playing some AFC South? Uh, you know, just the entire NFC North. I talked about it early, but earlier. But you, you kind of get up for those games. you got to see those guys two times a year. Um, obviously, all close in proximity. you got the fans. You got whatever. Um, there's that rivalry whether you're playing, uh, whether you're playing the Lions, the Vikings, or the Bears. You know, you got that, and uh, so you kind of get up, you're ready to go. And so, uh, you know, I think we're all we're all excited, um, and we know we got to we're going to start the season off and end the end the regular season off with these guys too. So, looking forward to it. talk about some of the guys that are going to be making their debuts, their first ever NFL game. Yeah, you recall yours, and where, did you have a? 
sort of a welcome to the NFL moment, anything like that that you can recall? Yeah, uh, I think my first game that 2020 was the Saints, and I don't think I played. I mean, my welcome to the NFL moment was going from being a guy who's always always played, uh, always started. Um, when I was at the when I was at BC, I think I averaged like 25 carries a game. So to come and then I think my, f- my rookie year, I only had like 40 carries. Um, I think the welcome to the NFL for me was about making the most of every opportunity I got, whether it was special teams, which I played a lot of my rookie year, um, whether I'd get two carries, three carries, no carries, making the most of those opportunities, making the most on like scout team reps and practice um, um, during practices. And then I think that's carried over. So now, you know, obviously I'm going into year four now. I, I still have that same mindset. What's good, TJ? Uh, still have that same mindset where I'm going to go ahead and make the most of every opportunity I have. Still has that mindset of like, I don't know, and then the next one's coming, nothing's promised. Let's go, uh, whatever run this is or pass this is, let's make the most of it. Did you try to impress that on the, on the young guys too? That's how it is? Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's just kind of the mindset of our room. You know, we all want to help each other out or help this team out as much as we can. So, uh, you know, I think it's something that, you know, it's kind of trickle-down effect, just going out there and being ready when your numbers call. There you go. That's A.J. Dillon and just said, hey, look, uh, I'm still wearing 28. I'm still good to go. Um, don't doesn't really know what to believe. I mean, Goody has come out and said, no, you know, A.J. Dillon was going to be here, but we all know that the reports were that it was A.J. Dillon and a third-round draft choice for for uh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, it was reported by numerous outlets that that's what it was, probably more so coming from the agents uh, or from the uh, Colts side of things. But nevertheless, uh, that's, that's what the rumor was. So uh, anyway, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. We'll start running through the NFL and uh, start looking at games, start looking at divisions, start looking at our NFC and AFC champions, start looking at Super Bowls, who's going to win it all, all that kind of good stuff. You know what I'm saying? We're going to st- today's NFL. Uh, as much as I want to talk some Brewers baseball, and I'm disappointed they peed, uh, peed away in the ed- yet another game. You got the Cubs a game and a half back, and I'm getting anxious over that. Uh, we got a lot of NFL talk today, tomorrow, a lot of good stuff. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. types of hookah flavors, so uh, all kinds of good stuff down there. TheNiceAsh.com. That's TheNiceAsh.com. Coming up after the top of the hour, we are going to uh, start rolling around the NFL. And in doing so, uh, we are going to start making our picks. We're going to start out with the AFC uh, over the next hour. Then we have Paul Charchian coming up at about an hour and five minutes from now. And then we're going to roll around the NFC. And then in the following hour, we're going to start talking about the postseason. 
and NFC and AFC champions, and we're going to start talking about uh, Super Bowl picks and all that kind of good stuff. So for the remainder of the show, we're going to be doing a lot of uh, NFL stuff, rolling through each uh, each division and making picks and who we think may or may not be the uh, the team to beat. And uh, for predictions, sure to go wrong. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see at the end of the uh, end of the season what happens. But uh, it all gets underway coming up a little bit later on tonight. Uh, I do want to remind you again, we are going to be at the Shy Bar at the Sheridan Hotel in uh, downtown Chicago on the Riverwalk coming up on Sunday as the Packers open up their season against the Chicago Bears. And that is a 325 kickoff. And starting at 6 o'clock is when the, uh, the postgame show goes on the air, the postgame 6 to 8. And if you want to swing by the Shy Bar, in the Sheridan Grand Hotel on the Riverwalk, come on by and say hi. We'd love to uh, love to have you on board and uh, just come and check out the show. But if you're uh, a Packer fan and you're heading south and you want to stay where we stay, that's where we're going to be. So come on over to the Sheridan Grand Riverwalk Hotel. And uh, don't forget, if uh, the, the postgame show is not carried in your area, you got to find it, whether it's on the app, WOZN, The Zone Madison, The Zone Madison, or... You can track us down on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. You can find us there. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, many different ways. But we'll keep reminding you to try to continue to grow those pages and uh, pass it along to friends and such. But that's going to be the way to uh, read, react, respond, and uh, vent your, uh, your, your, your joy, your frustration your anger, whatever it happens to be as the Packers take on uh, the Bears and everything uh, throughout the uh, throughout the season. And we're pushing that big time. So good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. That's coming up after the top of the hour. Um, we're going to have you, uh, we're going to start going through the AFC. The entire next hour will be the AFC. And we'll talk a lot about all the different divisions in the AFC and then uh, the NFC coming up after Paul Charchian joins us. Oh, speaking of charge, uh, if you've got a fantasy football question, who to start, who not to start, whatever, you got to get them in now. Start hitting us up over on Twitter. You can find me at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Hit us up on the live stream as well. We'll try to get all your questions there. You can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Hit us up there. Also today, we've got, we're going to hear from Jordan Love. We're going to hear from Luke Musgrave, Jaden Reed, Malik Heath. All of that coming up here in just a little bit as well. So we'll kind of mix all of that in. So you're going to hear from everybody that was in the, the locker room yesterday and today. Mike Clemens on the scene up in Green Bay. Uh, we hope to hear from Matt LaFleur at some point today as well. So we got a lot of good stuff on the docket for you all throughout the day as we get ready for the NFL to kick it off tonight. We're going to uh, kind of you know take it to the next level tomorrow. We're going to have... Uh, Mike Clemens is going to be joining us for the full hour, the last hour of the program. Tyler Dunn from GoLongTD.com going to be here as well. So we got a lot of stuff happening uh, coming up uh, tomorrow on the program as well. But today we're going to roll through, beginning in uh, about three minutes, we're going to roll through the entire top uh, of the AFC. We'll go through, make our picks. We'll give you the odds on all of this as well. So stick around for that. we got a lot more, three more hours yet to go of the Bill Michael Show. Stay tuned. Coming up right after this. <laughs> 